There's power in the name of There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Louis Interfel of the Anacazo Assemblies Cathedral of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Interfel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Anacazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakor Katwa. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, you can do it better for the Lord. You can do it better for the Lord. Wow. Have you been blessed tonight? But we are just starting. Hallelujah. Well, we've come to the point you and I have been waiting for. We are about to hear the word of God. And we are glad and excited tonight to have our Father, an anointed man of God. Hallelujah. Listen. I know your life can never remain the same after tonight. The Lord is going to visit us in a very, very spectacular way. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm here with a great expectation. The anointing is strong. The presence of God is here. The man of God is full of the word. The grace and the giftings of God. And tonight, I believe that the Lord is going to use him to pour forth his blessing upon us. If you are excited as I am, put your hands together as we invite the stage, Bishop Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Lift up your hands. I will bless the Lord forever. Love him forever. Because this God is Lift up your hands. Are you the apple of the sun? Oh. 
Jesus. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, the time is far spent already. I'll just share a little Bible lesson with you today. And then we'll go home. Go willing. Tomorrow we'll be here again. Thursday we'll be here. And Friday, God willing, we'll be here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want to talk about why the blood of Jesus. Why the blood of Jesus. Amen. Now, Many of us believers don't know what the blood of Jesus stands for. And it is very important for us to understand well why the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is probably the most powerful tool that we have to lead our Christian lives victoriously and to overcome the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, very soon we'll be celebrating Easter. Remembering the death of Jesus on the cross where he shed his blood. And it's important for us to understand why there was the need for the blood to be shed. The blood of Jesus. Precious blood. Do you understand it? Precious blood. Now, Come with me to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 29. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 29. The Bible says, Alright. Of how much sorrow punishment suppose he shall he be thought worthy who had trodden down underfoot the Son of God and had counted the blood of the covenant. Say the blood of the covenant. The blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and holy thing and had done despite unto the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. Then look at Hebrews chapter 12. No, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 20. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, 
through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Say the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, why the blood of Jesus? Why the blood of Jesus? The story to the answer of the blood of Jesus goes back to the Garden of Eden. God created man in his own image as a perfect creation. Amen. Amen. There was no sin in man. And man was perfect. Are you listening to me? It's a little Bible study. So make sure you don't sleep. But what I'm going to talk about is going to bless you because many of you don't understand it. You have never heard it before. So you are going to Jesus said you shall know the truth. And then truth shall set you free. So man was perfect and had fellowship with God. There was no sin in man. In Genesis 3.8, God would come into the garden in the cool of the day to have fellowship with man. Until the devil came into the garden. The devil came into the garden and deceived Adam and Eve and made them sin against God by eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil about which and concerning which God had warned them that they should not eat in Genesis 2, 16, 17. Hallelujah. Now, you have to be careful whose voice you listen to in your life. Amen. May the blood of Jesus block your ears from hearing the voice of Satan in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Everything was okay as long as they followed the voice of God. Until they listened to another voice. Make sure that you don't listen to another voice. Keep listening to the voice of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Alright. Are you here with me? Now, when Adam and Eve sinned against God, they realized that they were naked. They realized that they were naked. And they attempted to cover their sin by taking some of the fig leaves in the garden to cover themselves. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. Look at it. Okay. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7. Okay. They covered themselves and the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Hallelujah. To cover 
their nakedness. And because of their sin, they ran away from the presence of God. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Look at it. Alright. The Bible says, And they heard a voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Sin causes you to go away from the presence of God. Yeah. Sin. Okay, there are some of you here, your fellowship with God is broken because of sin. May the blood restore you in the name of Jesus. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. A child of God must not walk in sin. Sin, when it comes into your, into your life, okay, one of the effects is that it makes you to run away from the presence of God. But when you run away from the presence of God, okay, then there's not much left of you. Because the psalmist said in Psalm 16 verse 11, Thou shalt show me the path of life, for in thy presence there is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is, there are pleasures forevermore. So fullness and joy and pleasures are in the presence of God. So anything that causes you to run away from the presence of God is taking away your joy. Amen. May the Holy Spirit bring you back to the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so God Realize that they are disobeyed him. They are disobeyed him. And so, God cursed the serpent and cursed the woman and cursed Adam. Hallelujah. And that is why we are all suffering. The sufferings of women the main one being the desire for a man. See, sister, that's your desire. All the sisters were singing now here. When our prophet declared this year as the year of good things, the number one good thing for them is for them to be married this year. May you marry this year in the name of Jesus. And you cannot run away from that desire because it's a curse. The curse was your desire shall be for the husband. And Adam, he cursed him. He said, the ground will be hard. You will suffer before you eat. And that is why we are suffering. Amen. I got one. And then the devil, he cursed him to walk, to crawl. I get what I'm saying. Now, but God initiated, I'm talking about why the blood of Jesus. And I'm preaching for a short time, so listen carefully. But God initiated a process to restore his fallen precious creature. So in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 21, God did something. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 21. I write these scriptures down. 
God is something. The Bible said that unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. Now, so, when God looked at the leaves, God said, the leaves cannot cover your skin. Leaves cannot cover your sin. So, God sacrificed some of the animals in the garden and removed their skin. And while their skin was still wet with blood, he used it to cover them. In that, God has started the process of redemption of man. Are you clapping hands for the Lord? By that act of God, God was declaring I am going to redeem you. But you are not going to be redeemed with victories. It is going to take blood. How many of you understand that? So God made the first sacrifice of blood. The first blood sacrifice. To cover their sins. And to initiate the process of redemption of man that had fallen. Hallelujah. God revealed this blood covenant to Adam. So Adam knew from that time that it was through blood sacrifice that you could relate with God. So when Adam gave birth to his children, Cain and Abel, he taught them the blood covenant. In Genesis chapter 4 and from verse 1, I hear you go home. The Bible said that and Adam knew if his wife and she conceived and Bear came and said I've gotten a man from the Lord and she again begged his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep but Cain was a tiller of the ground. By the way, take note that she conceived once and she bare twice which means that they were twins. You didn't didn't notice it. Look at it again. And Adam knew his wife and she conceived. And Bear came and said, I've got a man from the Lord. And she again bare without conceiving again. So they were twins. Are you gone? And Abel was a keeper of sheep. And Cain was the tiller of the ground. And the Bible says, continue, 
In the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of the flock. And of the fact thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and unto his offering. Why is it that God respected the offerings of Abel? Because Abel's offerings was a blood sacrifice. God has established to Adam that the only way you relate with me, have fellowship with me, follow me, serve me, is through the blood covenant. But Cain disregarded it and brought cassava, plantain, cocoyam, and things like that, vegetables. I got what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 4. Alright, look at it. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 4. The Bible said, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Why? Because he offered a blood sacrifice. Eh? By which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. And by it he being dead, yet speaketh. So, the point I'm trying to show you is that from that time, God established a covenant of blood by which all men must relate to him. I'm talking to you about why the blood of Jesus. And the answer to why the blood of Jesus starts from the garden. Hallelujah. Since that time, all the people who related with God related with Him through the blood covenant. All the people, all the righteous men, all the saints, who walked with God, learned that the only way you could serve God, the only way you could fellowship with God, the only way you could relate with God, the only way you could be, you could have access to God, was through a black covenant. Noah escaped the flood because he was righteous with his sons. And his son's wives and animals of all the clean animals. Genesis chapter 7 and 8. Alright. Of all the clean animals, he picked seven. Of all the other animals, he picked two. And when he came out of the after the flood has subsided, what did he do? Genesis chapter 8 and verse 20. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 20. And Noah, when Noah came out of the ark, what did he do? And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean
clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. When Noah came out of the altar, having seen that God had saved his life, saved the life of his family, and now it was time for him to walk with God and to multiply and to have dominion. The first thing he did was that he baptized the face of the earth with blood. He sacrificed animals. Hundreds of them. Why? Because he wanted to have fellowship with God. Why? Because he wanted to walk with God. Why? Because he wanted to serve God. Why? Because he wanted to have access with God. Adam, not without blood. Abel, not without blood. Noah, not without blood. In Genesis chapter 12, in Genesis chapter 12, God called Abraham. He said, get thee out of your house, out of your kindred, out of your people, and go into a land that I will show you. I will make of thee a great nation. I will make your name great. I will multiply your descendants. You shall be a blessing. Whosoever you bless shall be blessed. And whosoever you curse shall be cursed. And the Bible said that, and Abraham departed and entered into a new land, the land of Canaan, from his own country. When he entered the land, he realized that he needed fellowship with this God. The God that had called him, he needed fellowship, he needed access. He needed the blessings of this God. What did he do? Genesis chapter 13 and verse 7. Genesis chapter 13 and verse 7. What did he do? The first thing, alright, that he did. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham, unto Abraham, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. When Abraham entered the land, the first thing he did was to offer a blood sacrifice. They had learned that the only way to walk with God, the only way to have access to God, the only way to have fellowship with God was through the blood sacrifice. Because man had fallen from his initial perfect state. Without the blood, we cannot relate with God. Tomorrow, I'll be teaching you on the powerful benefits of the blood. I'll give you eight. I hope I can do it. But I will show you that through the blood you have forgiveness. Yes. You have redemption. You have reconciliation. You have cleansing. You have sanctification. You have justification. You have eternal life. You have power. All throughout the blood. Through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Abraham passed on the blood covenant to his son. I 
Isaac. So in Genesis chapter 26, after God had appeared to Isaac and made some promises to him from verse 24, what did Isaac do? Do you remember that there was a a famine in the land and Isaac wanted to run away to Egypt and God said, don't go. He sowed in that same land and he was blessed and all that and God gave him promises. And the Bible says, 26, 26 from verse 24. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee and will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. And he built. What did he do? When God spoke to him, when God revealed himself unto him, when God made promises unto him, what did Isaac do? He knew that the only way to establish the promises of God, the only way to have the blessings of God, the only way to walk with God, the only way to have access to God, to the blood covenant. What did he do? And he built an altar there. He built an altar. And called upon the name of the Lord and perched his tent there. And there, Isaac's servants did a well. Adam, not without blood. Abel, not without blood. Noah, not without blood. Abraham, not without blood. Isaac, not without blood. Jacob learned from his father. You see, you must learn from your father. The reason why some of you, you have made shipwreck of your life and your faith is because you have not learned from your fathers. Yeah. Yeah. Many of you, you have not learned lay ministry from us. Lay ministry the work of the ministry, the love for the work of the ministry. Huh? That we have been doing. Pastor said, how many years have you been a lay pastor? Twelve years. When it was your turn, you are refused to take it up. You have not learned from your fathers. It is very important for you to learn from your fathers. Amen. The Bible says that remove not the ancient landmarks. That is why many of you, you have not really progressed and, and prospered and done so well because the secret of the blessings of the fathers in this, in this church is serving God. That's what we have done all these years. Whether as lay pastors, whether as full-time pastors. But Jacob, he learned from his father. So in Genesis chapter 33, when he came back, after 21 years of being in the house of his uncle Laban, he ran away because he stole the blessings of his brother, Esau. And the Lord revealed himself unto him in Genesis 28 and promised, I'll bring you back. And after 21 years, he came back prospered. He was now ready to lead a new life, his own life. 
have his, I mean, children and lead his life and walk of God. What did he do first? Genesis 33 verse 20. And he erected there an altar. Whenever you see an altar, it's a place of sacrifice. How many of you understand the preaching? Huh? Yeah. Why the blood of Jesus? And I'm explaining to you that the answer to why the blood of Jesus is started from the garden. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of He erected there an altar and called it Elohim, Israel. Amen. So, from the garden to the patriarchs, to the patriarchs, they all related with God through the blood covenant. Amen? They all related with God through the covenant. Now, God, how many of you are here? Those of you at the back. God has said to Abraham that your descendants, your descendants will be kept captives in a foreign land for 420 years. Long after the death of Abraham, Israel found himself in the land of Egypt. Jacob collected his sons and, you know, his people, 70 of them, and they arrived in Egypt. And were kept as slaves in bondage in Egypt for 430 years. For 430 years. Amen. Amen. Now watch this. During those 430 years, they forgot their God. They have forgotten the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. They have forgotten about him. They have forgotten about the ordinances, the commandments. They have forgotten about the blood sacrifices, the blood covenant. They have forgotten everything. Anything that has kept you in captivity, in bondage. That has made you to forget your God. May you be delivered by, from it by the blood of the Lamb in the name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that is trying to hold you captive, bondage, may you be delivered from it right now by the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of the Lamb in the name of Jesus. Now watch this. After 430 years, God now visited his people. So in Exodus chapter 3, the Bible says, God revealed himself to Moses and said, go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And Moses asked a question. He said, when I go, and the people asked me, who should I say sent me? They have forgotten their God. May you not forget your God. Amen. When you prosper, may you not forget your God. Amen. Now that you are married, may you not forget your God. Now that you are past your essence, may you not forget your God. Who do 
where you are. May you remember your God. Lift up your voice and shout yes. And he said, why did God tell them that I am that I am said. I've sent you. Now watch. Now watch. So they did not have any relationship with their God. Alright? They did not have any relationship with their God. So, before God could interact with them and deliver them and for them to be his people one more time, God re-established the blood covenant. Sit down. So in Exodus chapter 12, from verse 1. Exodus chapter 12 from verse 1. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the, month, of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take, watch this, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat it. Eat not of it raw nor sodden at all with water but roast with fire his head of his legs and with the penitence thereof. And he shall let nothing of it remain until the morning and that which remained of it until the morning, you shall burn with fire. And that shall you eat it with your loins gilded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses wherein you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. After 430 years, God re-established the blood covenant. And God said, I want you, listen to this, I want you to kill a lamb and take the blood of the lamb and strike there's two sides of your door and then the top of it. When you strike down and when you strike top, you are making the sign of the cross. God said, from today, in every household, I want to see the cross. I want to see the cross. And he said, when I see, when I see that cross on your house, when I see that cross in your life, I will pass by you. You see, that, that, that it was it was it was a shadow of what was supposed to come. 
was a shadow. Look, that night there was weeping, mourning in the land of Egypt. All their firstborns were killed. Animals, eh? humans, they were weeping. But in the midst of that, the people of God were separate. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, from this man going, anything that is trying to attack you, any disease, any cancer, any arm robbery attack, any accident, because of the blood of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus, you are delivered from it in the name of Jesus. You are saved from it in the name of Jesus. You are healed from it in the name of Jesus. You are secure. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, I shall pass over you. I see, I see God passing, 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 passing over you. God is passing over you because of the blood. Because of the blood. Because of the blood. You are not going to die this year because of the blood. In that accident, God has delivered you because of the blood. Our robbers will come to your area, but they will not double because of the blood. For a thousand shall fall to your side, ten thousand to your right, but it shall not come unto you. Only with your eyes shall you see the judgment of God upon your enemies. Lift up your voice and shout yes and clap your hands. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. Watch this. Go back to verse 12. Verse 11. And thus shall you eat it. With your loins gilded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. The lamb. That they were going to slay. Was the Lord's Passover. What is the Lord's Passover? First Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. What is the Lord's Passover? Take up therefore the old living. That ye may be a new lamb. As ye are on living, for even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. So in that moment, the lamp, you see, that's why I said the lamp must be without blemish. Without blemish. All throughout, God was presenting the death of his son Jesus Christ on the cross. For the redemption of his people to them. But at that stage, before the full manifestation of the coming of Christ, animals were being used. Calves, goats, calves, turtle doves were being used. Their blood. Hallelujah. Listen. And because of the blood, three million people were saved out of Egypt. It is only by the blood that salvation comes. 
of the millions that were living in Egypt, three million Jews were saved because of the blood. Because of the blood. Because of the blood. He said, when I see the blood, I shall pass over thee. When I see the blood, I shall pass over thee. And three million Jews walked out of Egypt. Secure. Protected. Delivered. Because of the blood. Now, they came into the wilderness. The wilderness was going to be a challenging time. Enemies were there. The Canaanites, the Hivites, and all the tides, all the ice were all there. Wild animals, snakes, drought. It was going to be hard. And before they will start that new life. God now brought again the black covenant to three million people. In Exodus chapter 24, look at what happened. In Exodus chapter 24, he said unto Moses, Come up unto the Lord, thou and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship ye afar off. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come nigh, neither shall the people go up with him. And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the judgments, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has said will we do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord, and rose up early in the morning and built an altar under the hill and twelve pillars according to the twelve tribes of Israel. And Moses and he sent young men of the children of Israel which offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen unto the Lord. And Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant and read it in the audience of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has said will we do and be obedient. Verse 8. And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord had made with you concerning all these ways. Then went up Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet as it were a paved work of a cipher stone, and as it were the body of heaven in, this, in, in his clearness. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel he laid not his hand. Also they saw God and did eat and drink. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me unto the mount, and be there. And I will give thee tables of stone and a law and commandments 
which I've written that thou mayest teach them. Watch this. At Mount Sinai. Three million Israelites were in the wilderness ready to face life in the wilderness. And God said, you need a black woman. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm just about to close. Without the blood of Jesus, without the blood of Jesus, your life even cannot start. Cannot even start. Cannot be sustained. Cannot be sustained. The blood of Jesus is the most amazing thing that God has given to us. Listen. God said, before you start this wilderness journey, you need to fulfill the blood covenant. And watch this. Watch this. The Bible says that Moses called young men and told them, sacrifice. Sacrifice. Make sacrifices. And bring me the blood. And bring me the blood. Can we imagine the number of animals that were were sacrificed? Can you imagine the quantity of blood? And the Bible says, Moses set up Altars, twelve pillars, one representing every tribe, because every tribe had to be covered by the blood. And he took the blood that the young man brought. Can you imagine? Hundreds of young men. Can you imagine the quantity of blood? And he took half and poured it on the altar. Man, go among the people and sprinkle the blood on them. Because the only way they were going to be able to relate with a holy God, with a righteous God, in the wilderness, the only way they were going to get access, have fellowship with a holy God as a sinful people was under the cover of the blood. Eh? And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people. Can you imagine three million people? Blood. The place was blood. Blood was was flowing everywhere. And as a matter of fact, not only did he pour the blood on the altar, not only did he sprinkle the blood on the people, but the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 9, from verse 19 and 20, that he sprinkled the blood also on the books. Look at it. For when Moses has spoken every precept, okay, Paul was now referring to this incident in Ezra 24. For when Moses has spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wood and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people. Now watch. 
the result? What was the result of this experience at Sinai? When the blood was sacrificed. Go back. Verse 9. Verse 9. Then went up Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and 17 of the elders of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. And they saw the God of Israel. When the blood was printed on them, their vision became clear. It is only through the blood of Jesus that you can receive a revelation of God. It is only by the power of the blood of Jesus that you can receive a revelation of the God that you say. They saw God. When they were baptized of the blood, their vision became clear. May the blood cause your vision to become clear. Christian, you don't have visions, you don't have dreams. It's not a good thing. I was sharing a dream that I had last night with my wife, like video, like I was watching video. As I was, as I was just in the dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. May your eyes, may the blood clear, clear, clear everything that does not that does not cause you to see. May the blood deliver you from it in the name of Jesus. May you begin to see. May you begin to see. May you begin to see in the name of Jesus. It's all God. It's all God. Verse 11. And upon the nobles of the children of Israel. Verse 12. And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me unto the mount and be there. And I will give you tablets of stone and a law and commandments which I have written. The word of God. When the blood came upon them, they received the word of God. You cannot receive a revelation from the word of God. You cannot receive the word of God. You cannot understand the word of God. You cannot receive revelation and wisdom understand without the plan. Give the Lord a wonderful couple. Moses and Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel. And they saw God of Israel. They had access to God. 
you can never have access to God. You can never have access to God without the blood. It is the blood of Jesus that gives us access to God. It is the blood of Jesus. Yeah. That gives us access. That is why Hebrews 4 says, Come boldly. Come boldly to the throne room of grace. Hallelujah. Access. To God. You could only sit down. You could only enter. I don't have time to go into it. But you could only enter in the tabernacle. Into the holy of holies. Where the presence of God was. Only by the blood. 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 Amen? Yeah. Now, what has happened? They saw God. They had access to God. Once the blood was poured on them, they saw God. They had access to God. They received the law. Their vision was clear. And not only that, but something wonderful. In Exodus chapter 25, in Exodus chapter 25, verse 8, Exodus chapter 25 and verse 8, and the Bible says that, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell amongst them. Now God said, now that the blood has come upon you, you qualify for me to come and live with you. Give the Lord a wonderful cup of you know that you are far from God. You are far from God. Walking in the well. Today, God is with you. The angel said to Joseph, be not afraid to take Mary as your wife. For that which is in her eh, is from the Holy Ghost. And she shall conceive and bring forth a son and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The only way God can come and dwell with you is through the blood. It is because the blood has forgiven us, cleansed us, sanctified us, washed us, that today God is with us. That your body and my body now has become the temple of God. And God now dwells in us. While the blood came upon the people of Israel, God said, said, now, let them make me a sanctuary. I want to dwell. Hallelujah. Let me conclude. This blood covenant continued for 1,500 years. It continued for 1,500 years. And it got to the point where now the blood of goats and animals, look at Hebrews chapter 10. Are you here? 
chapter 10 and verse 4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of gold should take away sins. How many of you have seen that? I get what I'm saying. So brothers and sisters, after 1,500 years, God said, look, all this, every time they did it, they have to do it again. When you read Hebrews chapter, chapter 10, verses 1 to 3, give it to me, NIV. Hebrews chapter 10. For the law, NIV, the law is only a shadow of things that are not that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, it can never by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly, year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. The sacrifices were done every year, but because, because the blood was that of goats and calves and, 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 and this thing, its power does not last. Amen. If it could, would they not have stopped being offered? For the worshippers will have been cleansed once for all and will no longer have felt guilty for their sins. But those sacrifices are an annual reminder of sins. Therefore, because it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So brothers and sisters, after 1,500 years, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to offer himself on Calvary, shed his blood as the ultimate blood sacrifice. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Why the blood of Jesus? Why the blood of Jesus? Because it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to forgive sins. The worshippers had to offer year in, year out, and their sins were always the same, and, and they had to repeat it, and, 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 and the same things over and over again. It was not working. And God said to his son, Go. So, in John 1 29, John the Baptist saw Jesus, and the Bible said the next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Look, go back, give me the, the King James. Eh? The next day, John saw Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. How many of you remember that they were sacrificing lambs? How many of you remember that? In the desert and all that. I got what I'm saying. Yeah. But those, the blood of those lambs, it was not possible. It's not possible to take away sin forever. Say, so behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Brothers and sisters, why the blood of Jesus? The blood of Jesus, because that was the perfect ultimate sacrifice.
Hebrews 10.20. Hebrews 10.20. Alright? Or Hebrews 9.20. Or Hebrews 13.20. One of them. Ah, there's it. Watch this. Watch this. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. That's a scripture that we read from the beginning. So, and I want you to understand it. Now, the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Everlasting covenant. This covenant. Doesn't it? Eh? Doesn't it? God said, God said, God said to the patriarchs, it will be everlasting. And it could only be everlasting through the blood of Jesus. Through the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Because the blood of Jesus was the ultimate perfect sacrifice. My last scripture. First Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. Watch this. Now you understand this scripture better from today. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corrupt, corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamp without blemish and spot. Now watch, in Exodus chapter 12, what type of lamp, what type of lamp had to be sacrificed without blemish? Without blemish. And that was a symbolism of what was supposed to come. Jesus, eh? as of a lamp, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamp without blemish and without spot. Amen. I don't know saying, as of a lamp without blemish, you were, but with the precious blood of Christ, the ultimate. Why the blood of Jesus? When you see the blood of Jesus, the reason why the blood of Jesus had to be shed was because that was the ultimate perfect sacrifice. Now watch this. After the resurrection of Jesus, Mary Magdalene early in the morning went looking for Jesus. And when he saw Jesus, Jesus said, don't touch me. Why? For I have not been to the Father. I have not been to the Father. I have not been to the Father. Why did he have to go to the Father first? He had to go to the Father to present the blood. And it is because of the blood that you and me today we can live as righteous people, holy people, children of God. When we sin and God is about to kill us, Jesus at his right hand will just say the blood. The blood. The blood. They don't need to shed the blood of goats again. That is why Easter is not about your dead relatives. 
going to sit on the, the tomb of your grandmother who, who died 25 years ago. Sacrificing, you know, chicken and goats and useless things. Easter is about the blood of Jesus. May you be covered by the blood. May the blood keep you and preserve you. May the blood sustain you. May the blood give you access to God. May your vision become clear because of the blood. For when I see the blood, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, I shall pass over you. Send your feet, clap your hands. Now, so we have seen where the blood has come from. How many of you have seen where the blood of Jesus has come from? What are the benefits? What does the blood do for us? God willing, tomorrow we're going to dance. Lift up your hands. For it reaches to the highest mountain. Oh, and it flows to the lowest. I want you to pray and thank God for the blood. The blood of Jesus. And then cover yourself with the blood. He said, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, I want you to thank God for the blood. And cover your house, cover your life, cover your loved ones, cover your homes, your business. Lift up your hands for the blood of Jesus. From the
free from bondages demonic affliction because tomorrow God will release the power of the blood in our midst how many of you know that there is power in the blood hallelujah close your eyes everybody close your eyes wherever you are standing today if you are not a born again Christian if you are not a born again Christian you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want you to know that the blood of Jesus can forgive you, wash you, cleanse you. It doesn't matter how much it doesn't matter how much sin you have committed. God, the blood of Jesus can wash you. As every eye is closed, wherever you stand, I want you to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I'm a sinner. I want the blood of Jesus to wash me. I want to become a child of God. As every eye is closed, wherever you stand, if you want me to pray for you for the blood to wash you, lift up your right hand. I'll pray for you. Lift up your right hand. I want the blood to wash me. Lift up your right hand. Very important. You are becoming a child of God. You are becoming a child of God. Don't be ashamed of anybody. It is a matter of life and death. The blood was shed for your salvation. If your hands are lifted up, I want you to take your Bible, your bag, whatever you came with and walk to me to the front. I want to pray for you here. Come. Come to me. Come. 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 Clap your hands for them. Lift up your hands, those of you here. Say this prayer after me. Let the whole church join. Say, Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for your blood that you shed for me. Please forgive me for my sins. Wash me with your blood and make me whole. I believe that you are my Savior. You are my Lord. Please come into my heart and save my soul. Write my name in your book of life. 
Thank you, dear Jesus, for saving my soul. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Anakazo Assemblies Cathedral of Fakokaswa. Please note our service time. Sunday 9.30 a.m. Jesus Encounter Service. Monday to Friday 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Glory Encounter R. Saturday 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. The Prophetic Great and Mighty Work Service. For deliverance, healing, miracles, prosperity and breakthrough. There's an all night the last Friday of every month. There's also counseling sessions from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily from Tuesday to Friday. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.